0: It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Today is Monday, May 9th, 2022. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. When Mount Edgecombe High School seniors graduated on May 5th, they weren't alone in saying their farewells to the school. After 17 years as the school's principal, Bernie Gurley is retiring. As KCAW's Catherine Rose reports, Gurley says he'll miss the unique experience of leading Alaska's state-run boarding school. Mount Edgcumbe
1: High School principal Bernie Gurley is standing at the edge of the school building, looking out at the parking lot. The sun is out, and Gurley stands shaded under the awning, appreciating the mountains in the distance. He sips on his cup of hot tea, waves at some students, and fist bumps others as they walk from their dormitories to class.
2: Good morning, girls. Brooke, nice to see you brought your shades today. You're looking cool, looking cool. <laughs>
1: Students are approaching the very end of the school year, and Gurley is checking in with them about their last task before the sweet relief of summer break exams.
2: Good morning. How are you doing today? Good, good. Tyson, how are we doing today?
0: Good.
2: Got to a boy. What finals do you have today? Do you have any finals today?
1: Uh, chemistry. All right, knock it out, all right? I'll... For the last 17 years, at 9.30 every morning, this was the highlight of Gurley's job.
2: This isn't the best part of my day. Uh, This is a part of the day I enjoy the most. Uh, Just, uh, you know, seeing the kids coming in and and, uh, having an opportunity to touch base with them. Uh, But throughout my years here, I've always done that. I've always liked it.
1: Gurley has a busy day ahead and it's only 10 a.m. Typically, much of his role as administrator is spent in classrooms, observing teachers and students and giving feedback. But today he's gearing up for all kinds of ceremonies and end of year celebrations. The last few weeks of high school are always a whirlwind. Finals, prom, graduation. It's like any other day near the end of a school year, but it's one of the last times Gurley will go through this familiar routine. Originally from Las Lunas, New Mexico, he spent over a decade in education there, most of it teaching social studies and coaching before becoming an athletic director. Then he moved to Lake and Peninsula School District in western Alaska, and then to Sitka to be the principal at Blatchley Middle School. After several years there, he moved one island over to Mount Edgegum. Of his 42 years in education, he's been here the longest. That's because to Gurley, and so many, Mount Edgegum is special.
2: We're family, and we and we treat each other like family. We care about each other.
1: He remembers one moment early in his tenure when he realized that students felt that way too.
2: Uh, I was in the library in the morning, uh, kind of like greeting kids, kind of like I, I did this morning, and there was a student who was uh, kind of draped over a chair, almost you know, in a sleeping position. And one of the upperclassmen, you know, just politely but professionally said, Hey, you're not in the dorms right now. You're at school. You're at school. And, and that little thing right there showed me so much.
1: Each fall, students travel from small communities and villages across Alaska to attend Mount Edgecombe. And that means parents can't always be as involved as they are in other school districts.
2: That was unusual to me uh, because uh, that's always a really important part of, of being a, a school administrator is the community involvement, the community interactions. And we're doing it from a distance. Uh, so that's, been a, that's a challenge. You know, parents are giving up a lot. Their kids are not at home. They're not in the village with them. They're here at Mount Edgecombe High School. We appreciate the trust that the parents have in us. Uh, we take it very seriously.
1: And distance took on a whole new meaning in the spring of 2020 when the coronavirus pandemic took hold in the United States. Practically overnight, the state directed MEHS to send students home.
2: And and we had to put the students on the buses uh, to go to the airport to go home. And it happened so quickly. It happened so suddenly. Uh, and that was a really sad day here at Mount Edgecombe High School for the kids, uh, especially Uh they didn't get a chance to say goodbye to some of their friends, <clears throat> and uh, it, it was really sudden, and that was, a, that was a tough one, that was one of the toughest.
1: Students lost a lot that year. Many of the traditional end-of-year events didn't happen for seniors of 2020, who graduated from their homes across the state in a ceremony held over Zoom.
2: But right on the back of that is when we, we, we continued with uh, in-person education the next fall. That was We weren't sure that was gonna happen, but when it did, wow. It felt great.
1: Gurley is retiring from Mount Edgecombe, but not from education. He's moving back to New Mexico to be near family and says he still has one or two schools left in him. And as far as his legacy at Mount Edgegum is concerned, even with nearly two decades of school leadership, he says it's always been bigger than him.
2: So I guess I, I could go on about the things that are special about this place, uh, but I think you get the picture. I think you get the picture. It's not individuals. It's not me here at seven, for 17 years. It's not anybody here for any certain amount of time. It was strong before I got here. It's going to be strong way before, way after I'm gone, and I, and
0: I, I like that. Um, I like that.
1: Reporting in Sitka, I'm Catherine Rose.
0: An eight-person crew of scientists, artists, and divers are trying to locate the site of one of the deadliest shipwrecks in Alaska history. As KSTK's Sage Smiley reports, expedition members say they hope to find the wreck and shine a light on the disparity of the tragic deaths. Most of the passengers who died were Asian cannery workers, and to this day, many of their names are still unknown.
3: It's a dramatic spring evening in Wrangell. Black clouds and sharp shadows in the golden hour sun. Alaska artist Ray Troll is standing at Reliance Harbor, watching a gray metal box swing from one of the yellow cranes built into the dock. It's being lowered onto the deck of a 72-foot black and white ship.
2: Those are uh, oxygen tanks, I believe, for scuba diving. They're very heavy.
3: Troll is part of an 8-person expedition searching for the wreck of the Star of Bengal, an iron-hulled Alaska Packers Association salmon packing ship that went down in a storm in 1908 off the coast of Coronation Island here in southeast Alaska. The group includes a remote sensing specialist, a marine archaeologist, a researcher, an artist and writer, a wrangle commercial fisherman, and a boat dog named Bella. They're all sailing on the Alaska Endeavor with a U. It's a former US Army boat built in 1956, owned by Patsy Urschel and her husband. I think of this as a right brain, left brain kind of a project. So it's got the the scientific aspects of it, of discovery, but it also has the cultural pieces too. For expedition captain Bill Urschel, the project stands out from other shipwreck explorations because of the story of the Star of Bengal.
2: This is a special wreck because of the cultural significance. It's not just a ship that went down it's a social system that went down with it
3: all but one of the 111 cannery workers from china japan and the philippines on board the star of bengal died on september 20th 1908 when the ship sank 15 of the 36 white crew died
0: i think that's where that sense of injustice really kicked in for me
3: Tessa Holes is a writer and visual artist and a member of the Endeavor crew looking for the wreck. For the last five years, she's been working on a graphic novel exploring three generations of her family, from the communist takeover of Shanghai to the United States. She says that for the white men who died aboard the Star of Bengal, there's plenty of information. Full names, ranks, even insurance payouts to spouses.
0: And then you try and find any information about any of the Asian passengers, and it's always and about 100 Orientals, Asiatics, or a word I'm not going to say, you know, it's just, they get so lumped together.
3: There are conflicting reports about how exactly the Star of Bengal went down in 1908 and what the abandoned ship looked like, but some first-hand accounts tell of the mates and masters of the vessel, all white, leaving the ship without freeing the cannery workers who were locked in the ship's forward hold. She says the story of the wreck says a lot about Asian people's struggles throughout America's history.
0: It's this incredible microcosm that tells about a century of how Asian Americans were first coming to this country, what the practices were with them being migrant workforces.
3: In all likelihood, Hulls says the Endeavor crew will never be able to find the names of all of the Asian cannery workers who were killed when the Star of Bengal went down.
0: But I think telling the story of why we can't find their names Mm -hmm. is the closest that we're going to get to justice on this.
3: Wrangell commercial fisherman and diver Gig Decker believes he found the wreck of the Star of Bengal more than three decades ago and has been working ever since to research and in pique interest in the story of the wreck.
1: You know, the ship was from Wrangell. They worked here, and they're, they're a part of my industry, and, you
2: know, I, I feel, you know, an obligation.
3: Already, there's a place set out at the Wrangell Mariner's Memorial to honor those who died in the wreck of the Star of Bengal, in a large part thanks to Decker, For Troll, who calls himself a connector and brought much of the eight-person crew together, the mission to find and authenticate the wreck is about respecting the humanity of the victims of the sinking, who have since become victims of history.
2: I I think this is a story about respecting their humanity, and Mm -hmm. there were certain people that were their humanity was respected and others it was total disrespect, and And I hope that what we're doing here is maybe trying to bring that respect and and to honor them in some way.
3: The journey of the Endeavor and its eight-person expedition crew started Friday morning at the old APA cannery site, about where Wrangell's airport now stands. From there, it traces the 82 miles out to Coronation Island, the same route as the Star of Bengal, where they'll spend a week documenting their efforts to find its wreck. In Wrangell, I'm Sage Smiley.
0: I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. And now taking a quick look at the weather for Sitka for today, Monday, May 9th, 2022. Today, partly cloudy, highs 53 to 59. West winds around 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, slight chance of rain showers in the evening, then rain showers likely late. Lows in the mid-30s, southwest winds around 10 miles per hour. Tomorrow, rain showers likely, highs in the upper 40s, southwest winds around 10 miles per hour. You're tuned in to your community radio station, Raven Radio, KCAW, in Sitka. Good morning.